Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Prostitution. Oh, and the and guy you, next to him was like, and you support this guy. This your me? plug, yeah? No, I think it's funny. That's why it's my plug. <laughs> okay, because uh, I don't believe it's, a, it's a the relief. You don't believe that ice fishing shanties will lead prostitution? No, no, no I well, believe. All right, welcome to episode 63 of the Whiskey and White Tales podcast. Today is March 7th, 2022. And we, we are in summer clothes. We are in summer clothes, dude. It's supposed to be like 80-something degrees today or tomorrow. It's, it's crazy. wild. It's crazy. You know what's crazy is that in two weeks, it's going to get cold again. This is what we call in South Carolina because we have 17 seasons. Yeah. This is... Uh, Pre-spring. Yeah, this is fake spring. Fake spring. Yeah, and then we're going to have uh, second or third winter, depending on yeah. how it's going. And then we have what's called the pollening. Well, the pollening's happening now. Well, this I've is, already, I'm already one sinus infection is, down. Yeah, this is that's the pollening that happens during fake spring. Yeah. That's, that's all the stupid trees that are like, oh, oh it's time. The smart <laughs> yeah. ones are like, not yet, <laughs> not yet guys. So that's coming. Um, yeah, if you can't tell by my voice, I'm already I'm already one sinus <laughs> infection in this year. Poor Gavin, my, my oldest son's got uh, <clears throat> allergy stuff really bad. He's been going through uh, immunotherapy, the shots over the last yeah. few years to... And it's helped a lot, but pollen still just kicks his ass. I feel bad for him, but yeah, it's rough. Yeah, it's rough. Stinks. But uh, yeah, lots to discuss today. Yeah, lots we, to talk about. We we already did a, a a video about this awesome whiskey, and we it should be out by now already. Yep. So we wanted to. No, 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 no. You go see what we said. Fine. You go see. We're what just we going to keep drinking it. But when, thanks when to Kyle Yelton, Patreon yeah. member, Patreon. as you can see up here, the Patreon name screaming. These are uh, all guys that love us and want to help us and do with us. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. We, we love you. It. We have a good time. And yesterday was uh, first Thursday, and we forgot. Oh, we forgot to do a, have a... Yeah, forgot our uh, the group therapy session that we do on Patreon. Oh, is that what we're supposed to do at first Thursday? First Thursday, yeah. Ah, I forgot. It was, our first, it was our first one. We just forgot. Nobody remembered, so... <laughs> That's good. But yeah, we do first Thursdays. So the first Thursday of every month, we do like a group hangout session. Just have, you know, some people smoke cigars, just talk, have a good time. Yeah, that actually works out. That time works out good for me because that's when those hockey games are. So I'm already like, yeah, kind of, I've already said goodnight to the family, sort of checked out, and I can just do that on the way to the rink and it works out. Yeah. It's, it's a good time. Perfect. 
But go watch this video. It's very good. But yeah, Kyle good. sent us this <clears throat> bottle. Thank you, Kyle. Um, well, I mean, never mind. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, barrels, barrels, barrels. We're on a smoke wagon tea today. Barrels. 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 Yep. Uh, we have a few things to go over. And then we also have Brian Powers, another Patreon member, sent us some 1975 uh, Mac decanter, like the Mac trucks decanter, wild turkey. So Gus and I are going to have these next. And as you know, I am a wild turkey fiend. You are a fan. I just bought another bottle of early 2000s, 101. Where'd you find that at? Same guy. Yeah. Price went up. <laughs> that's, how it, that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. Should have bought them both. Those of you that have ever gone back for a second purchase, if you know what yeah, I mean. Exactly price right. always goes yeah. up. First one, we're going to hook you up. Second yeah. one, like, now you know what I got. The first one's not always free. Don't listen to that. No. So I have, um, I'm going to go ahead. We The end of last episode, we discussed my debacle with my bank. Where yeah. I was, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was scammed out of all of my money. It was gone. And then we had several people reach out and give us advice and all this stuff. And it's, and, um, you know, I guess the point now is that I'm going to show you, I'm going to tell you what to do because I've, I've figured it out. So I got my money back yesterday, which would be, I don't know, like 14, 15 days of no money. So here's what happens when this happens to you. The bank should take care of it quickly. But if they don't, as another Patreon member pointed out, Drew, he pointed out that they have extra insurance, which I knew, but to get them to admit that they have extra insurance is that's the trick. That's another thing. <laughs> so I got told multiple times. So last Friday I drove to Florida. So I spent at least an hour to three hours a day mm-hmm. since Seawee. Yeah. So it, we're it talking happened during 10, weekend. 15 hours on the phone. It's wild. Trying to get my money back. Friday was the longest one. I was on the phone for four and a half hours Friday. Getting transferred all over the place. Finally got this to a guy that was in charge. He's part of their customer feedback support division. I don't know. And so I'm sitting there and I'm getting dressed. I have a rehearsal dinner at four. Mm-hmm. So at three 50, we're finally wrapping this conversation. I had taken a shower with this dude on the phone. Like I'm just getting ready, you know, Yeah. checked into the hotel, all this stuff, all on the phone with this guy. And he finally goes, all right, look, it's just gone. It's just gone. And so I made some statements that I'm not going to repeat here. And then, because I had been cordial and nice with everybody. And I'm like, there's no way it's just gone. I was like, do you know what this is going to do to my life? You know, years of savings, blah, blah, blah. Not years of savings. But. You milked it though. That's good. Yeah. And uh, so it just kind of, that was, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, so I called <laughs> this the is, This is so fucking funny. <laughs> you could not oh, get more serendipitous than check this. Check this out. Hello? Hello, this is Sheldon calling on behalf of USAA Life Insurance Company. May I speak with Mr. Green? He's not available currently. Okay, I understand. Uh, would there be a better time to speak with Mr. Green? Maybe like 45 minutes. 45 minutes. Okay, great. I will let them know and we will give a call back. Thank you. Thanks. You got lucky. <laughs> You say he got real lucky. <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw it ringing in the it was behind the bottle, and I was like, and I saw just a at the end. And I was like, no way! <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, you got lucky. There. <laughs> Man, I really thought that was see, and they haven't called me since they gave me the money back. Been, no call. 
No conversation at all. Well, now, now they gave you your money back, and yeah, uh, they're like, "Hey, they, this guy." They know got you some got money. some cash to spend on life insurance. <laughs> That's this what guy it is. just hit the lottery. He thought all his money was gone. We gave it back. Now we're gonna sell him some life Dude, insurance. Every time I've like sold a house, or whatever you know, and you get a big deposit in, yeah. you just, suddenly you get an uptick in calls and yep. investment folks and financial yeah, yeah. managers. Just like I've already spent it, bro. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> I, I reinvested. So yeah, continue, please. I call. So I had I'd spoken to the police. I'd spoken to the FBI. I had filed a complaint with Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. These are all things you have to do if this happens to you. And the bank's like, nothing we can do. So the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, I just put in a complaint with them that they had, that USA had given my money away and then would not give it back. And they were like, this falls under our jurisdiction. So they filed a, com- which we're still going. I'm pressing forward on all this. I'm not stopping. Just because I got the money back, we're not no, done. No, you shouldn't. We're not done. We're going to keep going. I mean, this is just, it's just unbelievable. I mean, really. But, I mean, think about it. For 15 days, thinking that all your money's gone. And I'm living on a credit card, you know, just to get gas to go to this wedding. Which they later just shut they off. They shut it off. They shut it off on the way home. Yeah, so that was the thing that, out of your story, unfortunately, none of what had happened. It was all awful, but it didn't really surprise me terribly. Until they just closed your shit. Yeah. I sent him screenshots of it. It just says, accounts unavailable. They just shut everything down. Yeah. And the reason why I found out is because they had detected fraud like oh, 11 no shit. days later. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. 11 days later, the f- there was fraud on my account. So they shut it all down to protect me when and the $80 <laughs> I had to my name. We took all of your financial access away. Yep. Now you're safe. Now you're safe. Just no go, one can take go home, your remaining $80. Be a, be a good citizen and just sit. <laughs> Fucking people. So there's a lot of beeping in this one. Yeah, sorry, guys. So there's... um. So I call the cop, and the cop goes, look, unfortunately, I knew you'd be calling me back. Because I told him, I was like, I'm not worried about it. They're going to give me my money back. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and so I called him, and he's like, I, unfortunately, I knew that you'd be calling me back because it's not that simple. Yeah. And everyone thinks it's that simple. I thought it was that simple. I was like, because you, I, for years. Should be. We work in cybersecurity for years. I'm <clears> like, <throat> I don't care about my passwords. They steal my money. The bank, they're insured. Yeah. They so the back. FDIC does not cover fraud. They no. only cover if the bank fails, they will give you your money back. Yeah, only up to 250000 Correct. Which I didn't have that much in there, but or did I? Dun dun dun. But the yeah. So Monday I came in here and I called. And I was like, I'm gonna start recording these conversations. So I had so many talks with them. And there was one point where USA Fraud Protection was calling me while I was on hold with USAA. So I merged the two calls, and it was like I wish I had this recorded. It was because it was it was epic. It was like listen. I just sat back and just let them do it. And so the, the guy's like, sounds like you're uh, there's hold music. And I'm like, yeah, because you're on hold with USAA. And he's like, well, I'm calling from USA. I was like, I know. I've, I been, like, on, I was, I've been on hold for I've hours. Been, I was like, you think I'm going to hang up? I've been on hold. I've been. This is like a four-hour conversation. I'm not going to hang up. Yeah. I'm sitting in the car with my wife, and she's just like, I made her drive so I could do this. Mm-hmm. And she's just looking over, just shaking her head just in utter disbelief. So I'm sitting there, and the lady comes back, and, and the guy goes, uh, just so you know, this is a so-and-so agent from USAA. Um, this call is being recorded prior to, you know. And then she's like, oh, yeah, correct. Uh, this is from USAA. And this call is also being recorded. And I'm just sitting there listening to them go back and she forth. she be like, this is uh, Matt Green, uh, yeah. soon-to-be former USAA customer. <laughs> yeah. And I'm recording both of you. Yeah, that's what I told her. I was like, I'm recording both these conversations. I would like it if we can find a resolution. Now, there's three of us here working together. And then they were like, well, have you done this? And have you done that? So finally, Monday, mm-hmm. I call in. And the fraud resolution had been done Monday. And so today's Friday. Yeah. So Monday I came in here, I called, and they were like, yeah, we have gone through your fraud, and we found that 
your case is not fraudulent. And I was like, do tell. And she was like, it's, it, they just ruled that it wasn't fraud. And I was like, then what was it? I was like, can you go into my checking account and look at the last three transactions? The first one is a wire fee for $20. Uh-huh. That one's fraudulent. And then the next one after that shows how much money was wired out of my account. Yeah. That's also fraudulent. Like I'm report, I reported that within 48 hours, like you're supposed to. So I found, these are all my notes. So I found, so they have 10 days to ref, to investigate and refund. Mm-hmm. Or they can give you a credit and they can push it out to 45 days. It's called provisional credit. Right. The most that I can be responsible for in this entire thing is $50, according to the laws. Their own policies. And yeah, their own policies on their website. It's like hidden deep. You know, it took me forever to find it. So this happened on the 18th. I called on the 20th, which was 10 days. And she said, sir, it's 10 business days. I said, okay, I'll give you 10 business days, which would be the day this podcast comes out. Yeah. I said, I'll give you 10 business days. So all of this, and then um, – I, oh, yeah, I had to make a new phone phrase. My new phone password is Weller, and the hint was 107 Antique. <laughs> it doesn't nice. matter. There's no money in there anymore. Uh, but, yeah, they have a zero liability policy, blah, blah, blah all this stuff. So that was, like, the main pieces of it. Yeah. And then they were like, well, we're pretty sure we can get your money back now. And I'm like, okay. You just know pretty sure. So this guy, thank you for doing this. He was like, because there was a, they said there was no fraud found, he was like, I'm going to add a document to your documents folder, and then I'm going to take it out. And I was like, okay. And he's like, this call is being monitored and recorded. And I was like, I'm picking up your putting down, buddy. And so he's like, check your documents. And I open it, and in there, it is a letter from USAA to Wells Fargo with the account number of the account that they transferred the money to. Yeah. And it said, we are investigating a fraud on one of our members. So right there, USA admits that there was fraud. Right. So I screenshot it. I said, cool, I just screenshot that and sent it to the police because they needed the account number. Yeah. They wouldn't give me the account number. I had one of the cops to call in and get it. And I'm like, okay. So I got the account number. I got all this stuff. And then now that document's gone. It's out of my out of my thing. So, so you think that guy made a mistake or was doing you a solid? He's doing me a solid. That's cool. Yeah, I appreciate that. So he was actually doing But I went and started a new bank account with Navy Federal with mm-hmm. $5 and quarters because yeah. I don't have any money. <laughs> That's wild, dude. Yeah. What a... So I just got the money back. I have my checkbook in my truck, and I'm once we're done, I'm going to Navy Federal, and I'm going to write myself a check and deposit, and deposit all the money. Because what I've learned is USA was was good for a long time, but I think it's because I didn't have any issues. But the, they 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 give you free ATM fees, yeah, so, because they don't have any physical locations. They mm-hmm. do. I'm just in saying, Texas and just yeah. very few places. Though. There's one in Baltimore when we used to live there, oh, yeah. but. They don't have them everywhere. There's like five Navy Federals here. Yeah, they're so all over if something place. happens, I can walk into a Navy Federal and 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 the cool thing about a credit union is that they they set up networks amongst themselves. So there's a lot of other credit union ATMs you can use without mm-hmm. fees and stuff like that too. Right. So. So so, what's the punch list that everybody needs to do? So what you need to do when this happens is you need to you need to report it immediately to, to the, the bank. bank. Yep. That way, even if they, because for my case, I reported they didn't, the guy didn't do anything. He didn't start a report, but there's proof that I called in within yeah. 48 hours. You got to do it important. within 48 hours. That's the key. Otherwise, you can be subject up to $500. It's like every day you wait, that you can You're lose. responsible for, yeah. for more of that. Okay. So you do that. I want you, if it's a wire transfer, wire transfers are extremely hard. If it's just credit card fraud, they'll usually just return it. The wire transfer, because the money actually left and they can't get it back, 
that's a problem. So you need to make sure that they do a reversal of the wire transfer immediately, like the day you notice. You need to file a complaint with the CFPB. You need to file a complaint with your local FBI field office. And you need to file a complaint with your local police department. You need all those case numbers to then give back to the bank. And, and then that should make you not have to deal with this. And then make sure you're talking to the right people. Because if they tell you that the money's just gone, you're not talking to the right guy. I didn't know that. Hmm. I thought that the money was just gone. I told you. I was like, dude, it's just. it turns out it's just gone. Yeah, that was. And no one believed me. And I'm like, I'm, I, I had to, like, my wife was sitting next to me, and she's in tears. And, you know, it's just, it was just, it was stressful. Well, yeah, it's definitely stressful. Because it's a lot of money to just yeah. up, not only just lose the money, but then, like, <clears throat> so I, our, just through conversation, I know that our paychecks are both biweekly, but they fall opposite. So, yeah. like, I got paid today, but. You got paid last get, Friday. They took it. They took it. They and, took it the and, day I got paid. They took my paycheck. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like you not only, because they closed your accounts, you didn't have the ability to do yeah. anything. I still haven't been paid since then, which yeah, is why I've been living on a credit card. It sucks, man. I, I, feel, I felt terrible that you guys were having to deal with that. Um, I just but I'm glad you got it. Re- yeah. found resolution. It just, it just blows my mind that it took so much work. You wouldn't think. Especially for a company that, cater specifically towards veterans and their yeah. families, you would think they would be, and normally my experience with USA has, has always been really good, but, um, man, do better USA for yeah. apartment. Yeah, do, was, do better. That was terrible. The other thing too, if you need it, if you have USA, I'm sure that this, no one needs this number, but it, the actual number that you need is one eight seven 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 six two seven two five six. That is the direct line to the security department. And they're the only ones that can help you. So all the other people I talked to were just, that's good to know. Yeah. So make sure you find the fraud department. Only talk to the fraud department. Don't talk to anyone else because nobody else knows what's going on. Yeah. Lessons learned. Valuable lessons learned. But it's over now and we can go back to living life. And I hope that that never happens to you. Also, they talk to you like you're a complete idiot. Like, well, did you, give your, me nuts. did you give your your social security number? Like, do you think I gave my, you know what? You don't know me. Let me go ahead and explain this. And so I go on about how, you know, my day job and, and you know, I work in this cybersecurity world and I have multiple certifications and I, yeah. I take training, yearly training, shove down my throat, don't say anything. Like I'm going to, I beeped, I'm sure I beeped when they said my first name. Sure. I know I did. I'm going to beep the first name out so you didn't hear that. Like, I don't ever say anything like that. I probably beeped this too so you don't know that was my first name. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's just, it's crazy that, um, no, so. This was a very good scam, as we said in the last episode. They did a great job, and I figured it out. When they called me, they did not need me at all. When they called the scam people, when they called me, what they were doing is trying to get me from looking at my bank account. Oh, they were distracting yeah. you from looking at They were like, hey, on. we saw this happen. We're putting a stop to it. Don't worry about it. We're sending you new cards. Because then that got them through Friday. Yeah. Saturday's the weekend. Sunday, Monday was a holiday. So they knew that I couldn't do anything until Tuesday. So not, not only was it... Uh, executed well from a from a social engineering perspective but logistically like the timing yeah. and everything was well thought that's out that's another thing i learned too is three-day weekends there's a lot of fraud that happens it makes they sense. know they don't come back till tuesday yeah interesting it's crazy all it's, right yeah okay so this is a 1975 let me make sure that's right he's the only one that would know yeah the bottle was issued 1975. First issue, limited edition, 75th anniversary commemorative Mack Trucks Wild Turkey. 
And you get your whole bottle. I get a whole bottle. Ooh, fancy. Thanks, Brian. Yes, thank you, Brian. I like the color. And I don't know much about it. I don't know if it's 101 or 86, 8 or... I'm going to go with a lighter pour here. Um, yeah? I think Brian... Think he would? Do you think he would go on? Accept the a nickname like B Rye, B Rye, or Bry, Bry, B Money, B Money. I feel like that probably was a. Oh, that's a pretty cool bottle. I was looking up what it looked like. Oh, okay. It is a hundred and one proof. All right. Nice. I'll throw the pictures up here, so it's just not just me staring Ooh, at the phone. That's my. pretty cool. Oh, interesting. Okay. Got the Big Mac. Yeah, got the Big uh, Mac. The dog. The, the bulldog. Dog. Yeah, that's cool. So let's see what we got here. I gotta clear my nose out, my sinus infection. Oh, I got strap throat too. Great. Let's go over now. That's I'm not fun. contagious, as they say. That's I got good. a Z pack. You ever had a Z pack? Uh, yes. Never had you know one. My dad was. Yes, true. <laughs> when I went to college, he made me a box. It was a white cardboard box. He just drew a a red cross medical cross on top and he just packed it with everything a college student could possibly need well i've heard z-packs <laughs> are good for scds antibiotics penicillin z-packs penicillin you name it yeah it smells like my favorite thing in the world yeah. which is old turkey so when i would get sick i'd call him up and be like yo so what i got going on he'd be like open the box do you see this i'm like no he's like it's, it's a pill it looks like the up uh, oh, there it is he's like follow the instructions and he had little little stickers with the name and the instructions on it because nice. he would, when he would deploy, he would take everything out of the bottles and put them in these little plastic bags. Yeah. And, and so it pack easier and that's what he did. It was great. So yeah, so I've definitely taken Z packs and they're, they're fantastic. The only thing I know about them is they were killing people that had COVID. Apparently you can't take it with COVID. Yeah. I don't think, <clears> I think COVID was in and fatness was killing people with COVID. It's and possible. I think they were looking for something to blame it on. Hey, I got COVID. I'm pretty fat. I did. All right. <laughs> Same. This is good. Oh, my God, dude. There's just something about old turkey. This is very medicinal almost. A little, it's, um... It has, like, a cough syrup aftertaste. Not a not the bad way, just, like, the medicinal. It's got it's a like long finish. Very long. You know, this tastes different than the other old turkeys that we have. This is definitely the oldest of the turkeys. This is the oldest gobbler. The oldest... Of the, of the turkeys. The, yeah. Yeah. It smells good. I like the smell a lot. I like this a lot. Thank you, Brian. Thanks, Brian. Thank you, sir. Man, we've been drinking for free all day. All day long. All right. Let's get the show started. Yeah. Um, let's plug it up. You want to do a plug? Yeah. All right. I'm going to need that in a minute. I'll grab that and we'll play the... Uh, So this is a multi-plug episode. Okay. <laughs> so anyways, um, <clears throat> some uh, inappropriate jokes came to mind. Um, the first plug <clears throat> is Backyard Napalm. Backyard Napalm. If you've ever made Backyard Napalm, I don't know why you would, but I've been watching a lot of social media. I've we can't explain how to make. No, I, 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 will, okay. I will explain in... Uh, 
Just tell the story of what these kids were doing. So basically, (laughs) I've been following, as many of you have, I'm sure, uh, stuff going on in Ukraine. And I have been genuinely impressed and oddly proud of the civilian population and how they have reacted. Many have left, understandably, women, a lot of children. Don't blame them a bit. Um, There are a lot of men and women who have stayed, have taken up arms, and are going about doing what they can to defend their, their, their country. Like when you watch the movie Red Dawn, those things happening in America, I like to picture and imagine that what the Ukrainian people are doing is what we would do as a, as a people. I'm we not surely, I'm not confident that that would happen for the, yeah. the majority, but these guys are getting together and making homemade, um, like spike strips for the roads. Unarmed populations are getting together and building up huge roadblocks uh, ahead of the big convoy that's coming in, um, all kinds of stuff. The one that I saw <laughs> that really blew my mind, at first glance, it looks like just a regular like neighborhood community get-together in a park, and it turns out wives, kids, everybody is together, and they're making backyard napalm into like Molotov cocktails. And so napalm, as you know... Uh-huh. <sighs> is napalm and th- these kids are like there's like they got like this tray full of packing peanuts something <laughs> and the kids are helping load bottles and then yeah. like the adults are pouring in some other stuff and yeah it, they just got this like neighborhood thing going on and you could if it wasn't wartime over there you could take all the stuff they're doing and replace it with hamburgers and hot dogs or whatever they do in the ukraine to barbecue and, and hang out in the neighborhood but instead baklava Whatever. Instead, they're getting together and, uh, you know, putting chimney cakes. No, that's putting Russian vodka to good use, I'll say. And uh, it's just been, it's just been, it sucks to see um, what's going on over there and the whole political thing between Ukrainian government and military and what the governments and, and what the governments decide to do with their militaries. That's what those folks signed up for. That's their choice. It's the civilian population that always ends up getting stuck with the brunt of yeah. So seeing, seeing them do the stuff they have has been, it's been encouraging to see. And I honestly think it's a large part of why the invasion has stalled the way it has all that aside. Um, that wasn't the main plug <laughs> this video is. And I want you to listen to it because it's, this is, uh, the, uh, the mayor in Ohio, uh, for this city. And they're, they're discussing and debating, um, at this city council meeting, whether or not to allow ice fishing from shanties okay. on, on frozen ponds. And for those that don't know, you go ice fishing, you bring your stuff out, you drill a hole and you can ice fish. And other, in some states, they allow shanties with when the lake stays frozen or the river stays frozen for months yeah. at a time. You can leave shanties out there. Men. Exactly, yeah. right? So the, <laughs> just listen to this mayor talk about this. It is the... F- fire and EMS folks and perhaps the police department that all have to engage Hudson, Ohio. Should there be an incident. Additionally, if you open this up to ice fishing, while on the surface it sounds good, then what happens next year? Does someone come back and say, I want an ice shanty on Hudson Mm. Springs Park for X amount of time? And if you then allow ice fishing with shanties, then that leads to another problem. Prostitution. 
police chief of the police department involved. How? I don't know, man, but he made such a wild jump to like, look, we have a, we have fishing going on. We have regulations. You know, fire and EMS are going to have to, you know, implement new policies related to rescues and things involving ice shanties. Let's not stop there. Don't forget prostitution. It's like, what? I would like to see the trail of thought (laughs) on how he went. Unless he's like speaking in the royal sense of if you start a community, there will one day become violence. Sure. Maybe. (laughs) But that just that that was so funny that he was just like leads to one last thing. And he was super serious. And he was like, prostitution. Like, the guy you, next to him was like, and you support this guy. This is your me? plug. Yeah. No, I think it's funny. That's why it's my plug. <laughs> okay. Because uh, I don't believe. It's, a, it's a the relief. You don't believe that ice fishing shanties will lead to prostitution. No, no, no. I well, believe, I I believe that prosti- prostitution will go wherever it wants to go. I have a case study that proves that ice shanties, due to the hole in the ground, <laughs> a lot of, uh, you know, <laughs> tension. Whatever, man. Uh, that's so stupid. I I've listened to that video more than once, and I laughed just as hard every time. I did. I didn't. I just still can't uh, wrap my head around how. I don't know. He didn't go any justification. He just said prostitution. Yeah, sounds fun. We should. Uh, we should still have a clip show. Prostitution. <laughs> <laughs> He's just so, so matter of fact about it. Anyways. We should have a button for that, for prostitution. Prostitution, I can clip yeah. it out. Prostitution. <clears throat> Anyways, that was the plug of the week. Um, so by this point, hopefully everybody checked out the uh, Seaweed Spotlight episode with yeah, Ryan. Ryan. Yep. yep. That was fun. Uh, we have another one coming out in, this week as well. Which one are we, are we doing? The Brown Foreman one? or yep. okay. I think we're going to do the Brown Foreman one, yep. So that'll so be good. Prepping. Yep, keep an eye out for that. We'll, those are going to be coming out on, on Thursdays. Um, let's see here. We have, so in Kansas, I was, I was perusing the, uh, whitetail news magazine and, uh, a couple episodes back, we had talked about prepping for whitetail season and things like that. And this was a, I thought was a great example of why <clears throat> prepping is important. So these guys bought a, a 16 acre track of land and, the guy works for Whitetail Properties, so yeah, you know, this is the guy we met. No, this isn't the guy we met. This is a different guy. Uh, last name's O'Connor. O'Connor and the family. <laughs> Remember that. Oh, code word for this week's episode is going to be. Uh, well, Shillelagh. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> this 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 week's episode code word is going to be O something. So like O'Connor, O'Malley, O O O. Just write yeah any word any word put an O in it O apostrophe yeah, in it and O apostrophe it. word. Yeah, it's it's your. That's your that's your word of the week. Well, I forgot to mention that early. Sorry. Thanks for listening this this long. Yeah, yeah we're, we're gonna start doing that. We're gonna sprinkle them in wherever we want, so we keep yeah. you listening. Well, because I mean, we're giving stuff away, so you know. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, so these guys brought a sixteen acre track of land, and uh, so Whitetail Property has a, a deal with Whitetail Institute, who makes seed and feed and things like that for uh, for properties to plant. Worked out with them and, and got some... Anyways, they put a bunch of work into their food plots. And they killed three bucks. And I'm not going to read... Basically, I'm not going to regurgitate the whole article. You can just Google, you know, Whitetail News, Kansas 530. Just Google that and you'll find the article. But they put all this work in these food plots, dude. And they killed three giants. The guy and his two brothers 
Mm. Or is this brother and his dad? I can't remember. But the gross it, antler score between all three bucks was 530 inches. Jesus. Wow. Yeah, it was like 180 inch. It was like 280 something inches, and then one that was over 200, I think, or whatever. I don't remember the math, but it was. That's a great plug giant. for Whitetail Properties. Yeah, so there's a plug of the week Whitetail Properties and yeah. Whitetail Institute. Go check out their feed and, uh, and stuff for your food plots if you're planting food plots this year. Um, they have some good information in that particular magazine of um, frost seeding as well. Uh, frost seeding is a, is a process where you, you purposely plant when the ground is frosted. Yeah. Um, it, it, I put that together. Provides a delayed response to the, to the growth and allows the, the stuff that's alive now to die and, and help in the process and germination of those seeds. But, um, hmm. yeah, that was interesting. 530 and one after one season, three bucks totaling 530 inches. We need to buy a land next to their land. Yeah. It's in Kansas. Yeah. It's really so, right. It's good. Uh, it's good. Whitetail area, area, area. Yeah, we've been told there in Texas. I think Texas is probably the the move. I like Texas. We're buying property for hunting. Just move to Texas. I wouldn't be against that, to be honest with you. I think, um, yeah, West Texas, like where I was at. Yeah, I liked it out there. <sighs> Yeah, no. We should move all over the place. We should just uh, win the lottery and have several houses. Just have properties everywhere. We could just swap out. Like, you live in Texas for a while. I'll live in Kentucky. We'll live in Charleston. We'll just move around. Just move around. That's yeah. a good idea. Get a place in... I can't even say it. Oh. Not there. Whatever state's next to that. That's going to be the opening <laughs> episode. Just us gagging. Yeah. What are they puking about? Uh, Ohio. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah. All right. We, um, yeah, the episode with Ryan Kerr was really good. And I actually clipped his snake story. No, did and you? I, I'm going to have that come out probably tomorrow afternoon, which will be, it's out now. That's a good story, though. Yeah. It was a good story. It was a big snake. It was a big, huge pictures. It was a very big snake. Um, he also sent us. Um, I haven't opened them yet because once you open them, then you have to frame them. Mm-hmm. But he sent us six prints, three nice. for in here, and then three for the hunt club. Yeah, like what a nice guy! Very nice guy, super down to earth. Um, he's done some great work with some great companies, and, and he talks all about it on on the podcast. So go check that out. But the kind of person who could have every reason and every right to be like, I don't have time for you guys. Yeah, uh, and he wasn't. He was. Super nice, super pumped to uh, to hang out and uh, remembered the last time we'd hung out, which we weren't sure if he would remember, but that, yeah. that was cool. So it was a, it was a good episode, and uh, I think you guys will like the Brown Forum one, one as well. It's very informative. There's a lot of good info in that. Yeah, also. we went over um, Ford's Gin, which <clears throat> I tell you what, I get excited about whiskey, as you know, but if I see Ford's Gin somewhere, I have to show, like, like the store owner or something like check yeah. this out. I have to flip it over and show him the bottle. Right, right. It's super cool. It is. It is cool. Smart and, idea. And I feel like we've talked about this already. And, and I've we, we I think we did maybe yeah. mention it a little bit. But the more I I watch and read and you watch videos of other other people who are distillers, people who are really into the the science behind whiskey, or bourbon, and, and things like that. I find that they all have a very healthy appreciation for gin in the process of making gin as well. Yeah. So it's good stuff. Went to a liquor store yesterday, and the guy had uh, 
Liquor? Tequila. No, tequila. Oh, uh, Don Julio. Uh, what was that? Yeah, the Reserva, Grand Reserve or something. It's like $560 a bottle. But it's like $1,000 a bottle online. He got it for five cents. But he bought like 10 bottles and shipped them back or whatever. Uh-huh. But I was talking to him, and he got the new Redbreast 21 in. Really? And I had seen the Redbreast 21 somewhere recently, and it was like two ninety nine or something. Mm. I was like, eh. You know, and but his bottle was like a wooden box with like a velvet leather case on it. It was very nice. And I was like, he's like, do you know how much these are? And I was like, I just saw one for two ninety nine. He was like, my cost is higher than that. Whoa. Where'd you get it at? And I was like, well, it was in a different box. He's like, maybe it's an older one. He's like, because this year's release, the cost for the liquor store was higher than two ninety nine. Damn, it's nuts. It's crazy. That's a lot of money for yeah, for an Irish whiskey. Not, 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 not talking trash about Irish whiskey. We like a lot of Irish whiskeys. I'm just not going to, I'm not going to pay that much money for anything. So no. the guy that just paid that much for <laughs> an old Carter bottle. Well, I mean, it's, but uh, value is relative. Yeah. You know, you, you have, you have older stuff that's interesting and you pay some money for, but a brand new bottle that just came out. Just What's the, it's, that old Carter was a brand new bottle. No, was it? it was the one GA. They made like 560 of them or something. Uh, but I was like, mm, cause I've been looking at old Carter as my next, my next thing. Cause you know how we go to liquor stores when we travel and we see it all the time and we never buy it. Yep. There's I wonder hand, if we made handful, a mistake. There's a handful of those bottles that I think we, we tend to pass up. Yeah. I wonder if we've made a mistake though, or if they're just growing and trending right now. Because all I see now is Old Carter. Everybody's posting it all the time. How much is a bottle of Old Carter? The one, I don't know, like, not cheap. I, yeah. I don't know. We don't, they don't sell it here. So well, we haven't it. really followed up with what we said we were going to do either in terms of finding that next Correct. that next unicorn bottle or yeah. rainbow, whatever we want to call it, that, that's under that, like, $30 mark. Yeah. I don't know that we'll be able to do it now with the $30 mark. Yeah, I don't know either. I think that, that those days are gone. Especially if <laughs> with seven and a half percent inflation, well, gas prices going up damn near. They're, they're, they're estimating five dollars a gallon in the next couple of weeks, dude. I'm not gonna. You're gonna have to tack on ten or fifteen dollars to whatever bottles you buy just for the gas you're burning. How much around. is how much is gas now? I don't buy. I buy fuel. So you buy yeah. You buy. Uh, I don't know. I have no diesel, idea how so, much gas is. Uh, I, I don't know. I can't remember the the na- the the amount, but I know I I filled my huh nothing. What'd you say? Your white privilege is showing. Well, I see the total cost at the end. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, like, I filled my truck up. It's got a 24-gallon tank or something like that. And it had an eighth of a tank when I filled up, and it was $75. Yeah, I'm hitting 100. Oh, I know you are. My pump cuts off at 100. Yeah, I'm sure it does. It actually cuts off at 75 some of the places I go, which I'm like, who cuts it off at 70? You're like, nobody can fill their tank for $75. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Diesel was two eighty nine for years, yeah, and now it's like four fifty. Dude, it's not the podcast, <laughs> not the time, not the place. Would you guys be interested in a podcast where we wear face masks and just complain all the time? Or maybe we don't do a video version. We it's just yeah, just us talking. It's just audio, and it's because uh, we have a lot to complain about. We just choose not to do it here because it's not the. We have many things that we would discuss and say and talk. Yeah, <laughs> that would be fun. Anywho, um, yeah. So we have that going on. 
The market's going to start back up. Oh, yeah, that's right. That, That'll be fun. The meeting was interesting. But, yeah, that's starting up again soon. Is it still like a carnival? Oh, dude, the range of people that were there was so good. <laughs> so good. If I didn't have strep throat, I would have definitely been there it just was, to see. So a couple of things, a couple of takeaways. It was held at uh, this this bar and restaurant. <clears throat> they kept. She said open bar, but you got to pay for your drinks, which just meant that they the had bar the bar was, was open. open. Yeah. So uh, the whiskey selection sucked, so I ended up drinking uh, Four Roses on the Rocks, which actually wasn't bad. I don't mind Four Do you Roses. Like four Roses? I I don't historically. I don't. Uh, but I had it. I had a double on the rocks and with some basically some water in it and chilled. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It was yeah. tolerable. Um, it was the, and the reason I got it is because it was the only one that they had up there that I hadn't had in a while. And I was like, well, let me just try it. But the uh, yeah, the market's starting. They have a lot more vendors than. They did last year. Dude, I can tell just by the sign-up list. Yeah, you it's saw that sign-up list. It's huge. Uh, they are the booths. You know, you and I walk through, and there was oftentimes, you know, you'd have one of the buildings almost half empty. Dude, it's going to be slammed. Yeah. And we can put, you know, she last year we got a big booth every weekend because we wanted one. She said you can put the request in, but it's first come, first serve. So there's a good chance we don't get big booths this year at certain times, mm. uh, which isn't a huge deal. We always had a lot of extra space. Yeah. It was nice, it was to, nice have, to have. Yeah, But, uh I think it's going to be a good season. I think a lot of the folks will taper off when they realize that it's, sure. it's a bit of a grind. When it gets hot. But parking is going to be way different. Yeah. It's going to be a nightmare. And I think I think it's going to be good, though. I think they are uh, – apparently they didn't do much advertising last year. Um, but they're apparently doubling down and doing some more advertising this year to get more people out and raise awareness about the night market. So we should, we'll see. It should be good, though. There are a lot of mar- – of, uh, a lot of new faces, a lot of new vendors, you know, because we're, you know, we're, we're OGs at this we're point. We're vets. Yeah. Dude, I, they did a thing when they, because they had a meeting with new vendors, and for whatever reason, we were considered new because we hadn't been there for a full year, even though they, they didn't say anything. I didn't think that we had to go to that one. I thought we were the next one. I thought we were too, but yeah. she, she kept saying, if you've been at the market less than a year, you need to come. So I went back there anyways. It was all the same information. Uh, the, the biggest takeaway was what I told you. More vendors, signups are going to, you know, go quicker, so... But the um, did she bring up that we we couldn't finish out because we were ran, we had no product? No, I was going to do it myself. She knew that she was asking. She asked for certain people's feedback on how the year went, and I, if she asked me because I had my my hoodie on so you could see, and um, you, I, you had your colors out. Yeah, I was, you know, I was flying my colors, and uh, I was going to tell her I was you know just as a for folks who were unsure about this experience, you know. I was what I was going to say was that our experience at the market led to two things. One, it led to us growing a customer base that even though we didn't make sales that day, people took cards and made yeah. purchases during the holidays. And as a result, we were so busy during the holidays, we had no inventory that we could even bring to the market. We yeah. were so busy filling online orders, we couldn't keep up with that we would have had nothing to even bring to the market. And I was going to say on top of that, the publicity and being out in front yeah. uh, helped us get a, a, a spot at Siwi. And I was going to explain that that alone, yeah. you know, was, was a game changer for us in terms of business. But I, I didn't get the opportunity. Yeah. And I didn't want to uh, just approach her and be like, this is how awesome we, we no, are. No, so no, I didn't no, say no. anything. The only thing I was going to ask her, she was so busy, was if she could add my email and my number to the chain so that you don't have to keep 
taking screenshots and sending stuff yeah. to me. But other than that, it's mostly the same. There's a lot of people. She asked that while when the whole group was together, um, that there are a handful of people who have been there like eight years. There's some others who have been there longer who don't have to go to those meetings apparently. But there's a lot of folks there who uh, have been there a long time. I bet. Yeah, I bet. And we're also we're. I got um John. Oh, you're on that email. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. For yeah. dinner. Yep. So we're taking everybody that had to do with us going to see we. We're taking them all to a place called Our Kitchen, which if you're ever in Charleston, it saved me a long time to be to just say, this is the place. Yeah. Our Kitchen is is the, it's it's R like the letter R Kitchen. Mm-hmm. It stands for Rutledge Kitchen, but they have two: one downtown, one in West Ashley. The one in West Ashley is the one I like the most. Yeah. But it's every night. You just tell them, do you have any meal restrictions? And they say, you say no. And then you have no idea what you're eating. You show up, and it's complimentary wine, whatever. And uh, you can bring alcohol if you want. Oh, nice. You probably will. But they uh, they just make like a five-course meal, and it's unbelievably the full good. full portions or like a tasting meal? You'll like be full. Tasting course, yeah. You will be full. That's cool. Andy didn't finish hers. I finished mine and was miserable. <laughs> it's, it's so good, man. And they're, they're entertaining. They, they talk and, and well, you cool. get along. Yeah, yeah. But I was is, thinking about... So I saw the the pictures. Are you sitting in front of where they're cooking, or is that just where they prep your plates and stuff? Or no, both? they cook in the back, and they okay. bring the cooked stuff out, and then they prep the plates right in front of you, oh, and cool. then they hand it to you. Awesome. awesome. So you get to watch them do like the how they drizzle plates. Yeah, and do the fancy stuff. Yeah. yeah. Which That's like cool. the, the Oreos I made, the dri- yeah. I learned that spoon drizzle from him. Like you just, you take chocolate with, uh, and you just shake the just, spoon, yeah, and it makes it, that drizzle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's really cool. It's, it's like a show. I do that but, with sour cream on my nachos. That's a good story. Table cream. Mexican table cream. Just Mexican table cream? Let it drizzle, yeah. Yeah. You got to put your pinky up when you do it, though. I put my pinky up a lot, unintentionally. Yeah. I think I used to start doing it as a, I used to start doing it as a joke, and then it just became like. But now you're. F- <laughs> That's got to come out, right? Yeah. That's okay. There's a lot to cut on this one. Jesus. No, there's not. Um, I'm going to have to actually listen to the whole thing. Make sure you cut my name out. All right. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and hit the, uh, well, let me get the, let me get prepped up here. Yeah, this one's going to take a little extra time to edit. As all right. Speaking of that, John, just email me. How, wasn't that weird? That's twice now that, all right. Oh, Let's yeah. The, seren- the serendipity. All right. So go ahead and hit it. This week's Random Fact of the Week is brought to you by the Whiskey and White Tails Podcast, which you can go to whiskeyandwhitetails.com, use code PODCAST, save 20% of everything in the store. That's pretty good. <laughs> so the random fact, uh, because we had this Irish whiskey and it's 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 Irish season, and I have a four-leaf clover on my arm. You're so Irish. Because of these things. So Mac, if you see someone's name, Mac means son of. So, my, for instance, my supervisor's name is Matt Cafferty. So, he's the son of the Cafferty, mm-hmm. which sounds worse. O means grandson. So, like O'Malley, the yeah. grandson of O. But I really just wanted to play this. Tennessee, Morris, and Shaughnessy, Riven, and Rooney, they'll tell you the same. McNulty, Mulrooney, and Cotter, and Clooney all feel the same mixture of pride and of shame. Finnegan, Hannigan, Kelly, and Flanagan look to the ground when their dad passes by. Cafferty, Rafferty, Joyce, and O'Lafferty fight for his honor and then start to cry. It's, uh, 
<laughs> what a ridiculous show. And we don't tan well either. <laughs> Fader out. That was good. Yeah. I love loving some family guy. And I love uh, Irish season. So I figured Irish that would be a fun one. Drinking season. Yeah, drinking season. Drinking Irish drinking season. And that was the uh that was, that was the random fact of the week. That was good. Mac. So that that's common in, in some other um <clears throat> so like I think it's Norwegian. Like they they put <laughs> I learned I yeah, anyways. No, go ahead. Well, so we're down this road. I know. Have you ever seen some of the last names from that area where it's like Sigmund's son? Yeah. And or David's daughter? I spent as, several weeks in Norway. And in so Oslo. like so they actually just put like your name is Matt. Daniel's son? And your and and your dad's name was David? It was Chris. Or Chris, yeah, I know it was. David's one cool. Yes. Hopefully they are not listening. No, I I know whose names are. I was using David because I already used that word. Oh. But they actually just put like David's son. Your last name. Yeah, yeah. Your last name is basically your father's name, and then yeah. whether it's your you're the daughter or the or the uh, well, forty five minutes on the dot yeah, on the dot. Um, USA. Yeah, because it's <laughs> we're forty eight minutes into this podcast. Yeah, and they, we're through it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's funny. Uh, but yeah, in Norway, it's like if 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 uh, if your name is if you're a female and your name is uh, you know Amanda and your dad's name was David, you would be Amanda David's daughter. Amanda David's daughter. <laughs> I just think it's funny. It is funny. Anyways, sorry. No, there's no, nothing I'm sorry. To, I'm what sorry. are you sorry for? Just because. You're too hard on yourself, guys. That's for you. Oh, what did I do? You breathe the fuck did i do <laughs> i don't know fucking bleep it out yeah <clears throat> what are you doing this weekend so my uh today i've got to head back um home after this uh gavin is at uh national youth leadership training this weekend and another weekend in march um something they do for for scouts it's, are you gonna uh, get him political and make him like a senator or something is that his you just teach him how to be a good man no, i was teaching him how to be a a good I was capable just, just citizen. Whatever he chooses yeah. to do is is on him. But he has these opportunities available to him, and yeah. I think they're helpful. And sure. it's stuff that he enjoys. He volunteered. He didn't have to go. So uh, well, it's he, good that he's into this stuff. He's also he's getting ready to take over as uh, a senior patrol leader for the entire patrol, which is they they use a chain of command similar to the military. They have patrols, and each yeah. patrol has a patrol leader and assistant patrol leader, and then over the whole troop is a. Senior patrol leader and assistant senior patrol leader. Um, so he's getting ready to take over as the senior patrol leader for the entire troop. So this this leadership training should help him hopefully with that. Um, it's, it's also a way for him to set himself apart with scholarship applications, college yeah, applications. If, sure. if he goes that route, um, he's well on he's well on pace to make Eagle Scout before he turns eighteen. So those you know Eagle Scout along with some leadership training, uh, service hours, things like that. Those are things that I didn't have coming out of out of high school. And look at you, yeah. I did okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so hopefully that You're those, those things help him out, and uh, if nothing else, give him some life experience with uh, dealing with other people and and things like that. So uh, other than that, I am this weekend going to be 
working on all kinds of stuff. Um, Sounds like it. <laughs> I was just going through my mental list of and of those things, trying to think of what's like what people would find interesting on this podcast, and most of it's just family stuff. And yeah. probably take the wife out Saturday, go do something, have uh, have some cocktails. I, well, I actually have some things that I'm I'm trying to have <clears throat> been putting off. Um, as a family guy, I have you know like emergency preparedness, emergency response type. No, I know things I try to do. I know they don't, but spend some time this weekend getting some of that stuff. Getting my aspirin ready and my guns loaded. No, not none of that kind of stuff. Um, I think I'm going to open a pool this weekend. Are you? I think so. Not that I ever closed it. My kids have been asking about. Come on, can we go back to to Mr. Matt's and swim in the pool? Come on, anytime. They they would go in 30 degree weather. Come right now. (laughs) It's gonna be 80 today. Yeah, I got um the. You know what's it's funny about live oaks is they don't shed their leaves. When they're supposed to, like they just did it. Oh, it's yeah, yeah. March, like they just now dropped their leaves, and I have a live oak in my backyard. So my pool covered in leaves. Yeah, it's it's a like it's so much so that I have to turn the pump off because if I let it run, it'll it'll clog up. Yeah, because it'll overpower the filter. But so like every day I'm back there. But I think last night was the final the final push because I'm watching the trees and now they're all green. There's no mm-hmm. brown in there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's a brown and green joke. <laughs> that was funny. That's our last names, by yeah, the way. If you didn't I'm know, green. He's brown. So <clears throat> now, now they're all green. No more brown. So they, I think that we're done. It's funny clogging up the filter. And um, I'll bring some more browns to throw in your pool. <laughs> yeah, you should. Yeah, bring the, bring the browns over to clog up the drains. Yeah, bring the browns to the pool. Yeah, <clears throat> and I got a. I have an old elk infinity bottle. Oh, nice. That we can open as well. That'd we might cool. do that on a podcast actually. Some stuff I like to keep just for me. Good. You should. I mean, you're welcome to have it. I just I don't want to no, make a mean. video out of it. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, man, just. I also got new cables for the golf carts. Now the golf cart, zero to, it does, uh, I clocked in at 27 miles per hour. Vroom, vroom. It's moving, bro. Yeah. Yep. Fast enough. <clears throat> I, I, you posted a Snapchat or something the other day and. You were oh, going, the tires? You are going fast enough that the tires were going, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's, yeah. he's booking it. Yeah, moving. 27, 27 miles. Well, it's probably closer to 28. It doesn't seem that fast in a vehicle, but in a golf car. No, in a golf car, you're flying. You got no seat belts, all the air rushing by you. You're like, wow, this is actually uh, clipping right along. Well, c- cars won't pass me anymore. They used to, because you, uh, you do 12, mm-hmm. you know, 12, 14 miles per hour, and cars would just blow by you. But now, the speed limit's 30. I'm doing 27. They kind of close enough. They just wait. Yeah. You drive around, get over. How far? What's the furthest you go in the golf cart? I go pretty far. I go all the way to Fams and get pizza and beer. No shit. Yeah. Uh, there's a. Uh, there's no like. Can you get pulled over? No. Really? Not talking. As long as I don't drive down Folly Road. If I if I cross Folly Road, I can. As long as I'm thirty, I think it's thirty five and below. Mm-hmm. You can take a golf cart on it in South Carolina. Interesting. So it's registered and all that. There's nothing to worry about. Well, but I think crazy. there's like five restaurants I can go to. In the golf cart. And a liquor store now. Two liquor stores now. I can go to two liquor stores now. They just opened a new one. And Publix. I can go get ice. Go twice the ice. I can actually go to two different twice the ice. But you don't take Folly Road. No, I just cross over and then take. So you take back roads until you get to where your cross yeah. is. You got to cross and just hop over. It's yep. smart. Take neighborhoods, cut through neighborhoods, yeah. and, and then cross. I've taken the back roads in those neighborhoods to get to. Uh, what's that road that comes out? There's a grocery store and a Taco Bell on Folly. Yeah. I think it comes out close to there. Yeah. Yeah. I've taken that road before. Yeah. 
That's usually in the summer when, when everything's backed up. <laughs> work. Work. Way too late in the evening to be in work calls. Yeah, for real. I'm not answering that. Nope. <clears throat> not on a Friday. Yeah, but I'm excited for the weekend. So it's pretty uh, chill podcast. We covered some good things. We had our plugs and the things and then... Um, the facts and the, and the whiskey. And if you made it this long... Our next Patreon giveaway is coming out in April. I got a little something, something. Possibly. Also. Did you already buy it? Yeah. Nice. We have another patron. It should be here tomorrow. I'll get it to you. All right. Ryan is sending us pipes, both of us, and OG. Oh, he asked me my favorite pipe tag, and I was like, Frogborn. Which they haven't made. When I was in Afghanistan, that's what I smoked. Uh-huh. And I haven't had it in many years. They don't even exist. He's like, just so you know, this stuff is old. You know, don't be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Treat uh, it with reverence. Treat it nice, yeah. That's cool, man. And I'm like, dude, that's super nice of you. But he's sending us a bunch of apparently hard-to-get pipe tobacco. That's sweet. I haven't smoked a pipe in a long time. I'd, yeah. I'd love to pick them back up. I, I actually prefer the smell of pipe tobacco over cigar tobacco. Yeah, for sure. I like pipe tobacco. I smoked a pipe uh, for quite some time. Pipe and cigars, like, I just smoked them all the time. Yeah. I'd but, yeah, he's sending us pipes. Heartbeat. He's like, I've got some pipes that I just feel bad that they sit around nobody using them. Yeah. So he's sending us both a pipe. Cool. And some tobacco. That's very nice of him. Yeah, it is very nice of him. I uh, I was never good at, well, at least I thought I wasn't good at smoking pipes. And I think that's why I eventually sort of tapered off. But I, as I've gotten older and, like, like I've realized that it's, it's common to have to relight it. It's common to, yeah. to all those things that you know, I thought I mean, you once you figure it out, yeah, once yeah. you figure it out, it's, it's um, which I can share some tips. There's a guy I smoked a lot of pipes. This guy that walks around my uh, my neighborhood, and he he walks around reading a book and smoking a pipe. There's a guy in our neighborhood he that just walks like that. It's weird. Speed walks, smokes a cigar. <laughs> nice. And it's funny shit in the summertime. He's sweating. And he's just like. <sighs> <laughs> you know, and Andy and I are like, geez, he knows he's, he knows he looks ridiculous, but that's just, that's what he likes to do. Oh man. That's yeah. funny. Well, if this was anything other than wild turkey, I'd say let's finish it, but I'm going to enjoy this. No. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. You got anything else? Nope. Nothing else. Until next time. Until next time. Hasta luego. Doodles. Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky.